computer records all the audio. Okay, cool. Alright, are we ready? I uh, see we'll you! Alright. Three, two, one! Oh, dude, we're starting already? Okay. Yeah, we're recording. Uh, that was great. Right? Alright, welcome everybody to the uh, 39th. Is it 39th? Uh, yeah. 38. 38th, yeah. 38th episode of the Film Studies Club podcast. I am your host, Jeff. <laughs> and I'm joined by uh, my co-host. Paulo Chabra. You're supposed to say Jeff, and then we all say Jeff, and that would be really funny. Uh, my name's sure. Robert Burke. And uh, we have our not co-host, wow. despite his greatest efforts. He is still just the fact checker. Say You can say your name, though. Okay, Nicholas Mana is his name. Frickin' up, motherfuckers is his game. And this week, we have awesome. such a special guest. A guest so unbelievably special, I, I'm i pissing myself currently ah. with how excited I am. Is that a word? <laughs> pissing? Yeah. Why would piss not be allowed? I don't know, it's kind of a mean word. It's Corbin Larry! I was gonna let him say his name. Hi. Hi, Corbin. Wait, am I allowed to say my name? Yeah, you can say your name. Oh, okay, I'm Corbin Lowry. See, we treat our guests with sexy, respect. handsome, and hot, all rolled into one package. Yeah. Wow, you sold yourself pretty well there, Corbin. Thank um, you. I understand you are on another podcast as well. Am I? Am I correct? Um, kind of. We're still working out the kinks, but it's getting there. Can you uh, Can you tell me a little bit about this other podcast? Um, yeah, so we, so, uh, we, me and my, uh, friend Evan Culver, we decided, uh, it'd be kind of hype to make a podcast. So we decided to make a podcast called Passing Period with a few other guys. And so, um, that's a, that's a good name. And so, um, uh, for the first one, we talked about uh, our COVID nineteen experiences, and we're not sure if we'll release it. But you know what? <laughs> That's the fun of it, right? Do you have an yeah. editor? Here, <laughs> Nick. Calm What's down. That? I need to work for another company. <laughs> Don't give me any power. <laughs> we do pay you though. You do not. <laughs> well, you, you'll get paid in the eventual billions that we're gonna make off of this. You're gonna get oh, billions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be the first podcasters to become billionaires. We already have 16 followers on Spotify, sure and, that. and we sure don't know any maybe. of them. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, we do need Except to we need to have a business meeting after because we need to figure out how to actually start growing this podcast. Because I, th- I think we're ready. You think we are? I think we're ready. Really? Yeah. Let's do this. All right. Anyways, Corbin. Whenever we have guests on the podcast, we always um, ask them uh, random questions about themselves that we come up with entirely on the spot. Oh, yeah. So, oh, Nick yeah. is going to no, go my, first my, this week. Please, me first. <clears throat> no. Nick, what's well, your question? It's to my turn me? to go first. Fine. Paul, what's your question to Mr. Corbin Lowry? Hey, what's your middle name? You cannot ask that question. We have barred that question. <laughs> when did you do that? Last week. I said that you cannot use that question anymore. Okay, cycle back to me then. Thank you. Go. Okay, Nick. Oh, God. Um... Corbin, okay. Corbin, Corbin, what's your favorite hobby? Sex. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to, no, you don't have to try to draw. Sex, is that is sex, is, sex is an allowed word. Okay. I told Corbin about what words are and are not allowed. Oh, I have a good question for you. Corbin, you're religious though. <laughs> <laughs> <Frozen>. Corbin, <laughs> Corbin, no! <laughs> 
Anyway, what's up with you? Uh, <laughs> well, we can give updates on our lives in a second, Corbin. Okay, I would like to talk about... Oh, Corbin's back. Okay, Pablo, okay, it's your okay, my turn. Um, if you were president oh, of the there United States... What? <laughs> ask ask the question. Come if on. you were president of the United States for a day, you already asked. This. Well, I asked this forever. I yeah, no, you have to come up with a new question every week. Seriously? Yes. What's your favorite sport? <laughs> you can't say sex again. <laughs> I think I. I think I think hockey's kind of cool. Oh field my hockey. god! What, what about hockey. hockey is good? Oh, wait, field hockey or ice hockey? I don't know. I think it's so interesting. I've never watched it in my life, but I think it's cool. <laughs> so just the idea of hockey is cool. No, but field hockey or ice <laughs> yeah. hockey? Do not answer that question. Field hockey? What? Oh my god. Okay, that's no, it's ice hockey, hockey, bro. I I like ice hockey. Um, Corbin Lowry, I have a question for you. Um, yes, sir. Do you... Oh, God. How do I word this in a way that won't come off as slightly offensive? <laughs> do you ever wish that you were born into a different religion or no religion? Or do you believe that Mormonism is, truthfully, a very good thing for you? We just died um, again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, uh, I think it's definitely helped me grow as a person. And, uh, and I, I like... Personally, for me, I like the way they uh, they focus on um, uh, family, and I think it's kind of cool. Not gonna lie. I like that, Corbin. I like that. I also like that. But I like it more. No, I like it more than you. Okay. Um, what's there to talk about this week? Uh -oh. <laughs> um, what's there to talk about? This is a very good question. Um... The new Transformers movie is out. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, no. Okay, did you hear though? <laughs> Michael Bay made an action movie in quarantine and it's like coming out soon. Seriously? Yeah, it was like a multi-million dollar project that he made in quarantine. Because he's just so unbelievably rich. So he made like an action movie about a girl trying to like save her family at the start of the pandemic or something. Isn't that so funny? Yeah, it's pretty funny. N Nick, can you look it up? When I, I want to review it when it comes out because that just sounds super great. Okay, so... Yeah. The since we're reviewing a certain YouTube video for two weeks from now. Yeah, the Madrigal Dinner. Do you know how much it costs? Okay, so that's the thing. I would very much enjoy if YouTube went out and actually bought tickets for it because, you know, I, that would make me happy. If uh, you're not going to. I'm sure my parents will have a link to it, and I can hook you guys up. Dope. Yeah. Um, anyways, Mr. Corbin Lowry, I would like to get to know a little bit more yes, about yourself. Um, if you were to explain yourself oh, in one simple sentence to people who didn't know you, how would you explain yourself? In one sentence? Yeah. Hot damn, that kid's got some equanimity. What does equanimity mean? I don't know, I heard it somewhere, and it's like... <laughs> praises him. I don't even know. I thought it was a cool word. What is, uh, what is that drink? Maybe that, that says a lot about... What is that drink that you uh, keep on mm -hmm. 
There better be a bang. It is a bang. Oh! I think, I think, the, I, I think bangs personally I think are disgusting. What, what do you guys think? Well, I don't do. I no, they are. Really cool. I, I need to caffeine, caffeine though. in its natural form. Which is? So, tea or coffee? Mm. Wait, so, Mr. Corbin Lowry, why, do you, why do you drink bangs? Do you enjoy the flavor or do you need the kick in your do life? Do you need a heart attack? Is, is another question. I do need a heart attack. <laughs> and I do need a kick in my life. That's the thing. Bang has the most, like, I think it's the most caffeine out of any energy drink outside of, um, what's the other one called? Um, uh, coffee. No. Red Bull. No, it was, no, Red Bull doesn't even have that much caffeine. Red Bull's caffeine content is, like, pretty similar to coffee. It's, um, yeah. I didn't know that. It's not bad at all. Um, it's no. the one that, uh, loud, loud. Remember we tried it during the podcast once? Was that the one I had? Yeah. Oh, that tasted like and you just couldn't do it. Acid apparently. No, yeah. I I drank it and it tasted really good, but my God, I felt like it tasted like battery acid. I felt like I was gonna explode afterwards. Yeah, Cor Mr. Corbin Lowry, have you ever had a loud? No, I've never had a loud. It I've is, never even heard of that drink. It is a different experience. It, 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 <laughs> I'm it, sure a bang is worse. It literally it set my heart racing. Like it was bad. What's the what's the energy? Give me butterflies. <laughs> powered through the Star Wars marathon. That was a bang. That was a bang. So the yeah. thing is, bangs have so your average cup of coffee, as far as I understand, has around 93 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. Your average yeah. like 12 ounce Red Bull, I believe, has like. 110 or something like that a bang has 300 milligrams of caffeine and this, this is approved by the fda yes okay. and allowed has 330 milligrams of caffeine what's the limit of how much caffeine That's you the can thing. have in a drink? i think it it's somewhere like 350 because if you look up like most caffeinated like energy drinks kind it of stops around it stops <laughs> around the 300 350 like, range I'm like, like it's analyzing really this. hold on <laughs> it's just it's kind of absurd like it should be illegal it <sighs> i mean the thing is, if a, if somebody who doesn't drink a whole lot of caffeine were to drink, like, three of those in a row, they would die. For like, sure. like there's a very... Th those things genuinely could be deadly, like, if in the wrong hand. <laughs> like, if a baby drinks one of those, that baby is dead. Like, that baby cannot survive that many milligrams of caffeine in their system. It, it's a bit of a so, I wonder if you can, like, if someone's going through, like... Like, if their heart rate is too low... You could take, like, bang, and you could inject it in their bloodstream or something, and you could, like, literally, like, revive them, you know? Why don't you look that up, Nick? <laughs> okay, the thing is... Um, Why don't we I, give it a shot? <laughs> I got scared during the Star Wars marathon because in between um, one of the films, I looked up, um, can you die from, like, having too much caffeine as a teenager? And I found this article about this teenager who died after he drank a Red Bull and a Mountain Dew. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> What a pussy. There was something else going on. There. Well, he had, no he had underlying health conditions. Okay. Yeah, so. oh, okay. yeah, he had like heart problems. Because Mountain Dew has like 70 milligrams of caffeine. Like it's close to like coffee. Well, yeah, it's, it's not just cool. caffeine that I'm sure did anything. But also, I heard if you're pregnant if you drink and you drink a bang, the baby will kick out of your stomach and then beat the <laughs> out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were actually gonna give a cool fact there, but um... no, I'm not the health expert. No, uh, that's only, only we had health things. expert Ian Blank here. Yeah, he was good at the, the video. I liked him, like Michael yelling at him and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I do. That's something I do want to bring up, dude. 
I, I, I don't want to conflate my ego a whole lot, but I really loved the last episode of the Shasta Scoop. Yeah, like, it made me really happy to, like, produce and make it. I've not watched it yet. I need to watch it. <laughs> Dude, I it's like, bad, it's pretty, it's pretty good. What I'll tell you is the ending is like, <laughs> and it, and it ends on like a massive cliffhanger. Okay, bro, I'm excited. Here's what I did want to talk about. Here's something that I think would be super fun. For the last episode of The Scoop, um, Michael and I have talked. We want to make it like 30 to 45 minutes. Like we want to make it like sizable um, because we would want to do a bunch of different things in it. It would be like a year in review. So like we would be going through all the big news from the year. We'd be covering all the new news. We also want to go around to the different programs. So like some of the sports programs, the choir program, kind of like get a summation of like what the year was. Um, and then we want to go through each ASB member, and the idea was creating, like, one of those, like, motivational ASB videos that, as it goes on, progressively gets worse and worse and more, like, difficult to watch. Um, and then, of course, there's going to be, like, a very, like, open-ended ending. Um, what I was thinking was, um, if I can talk to Mr. Spencer, because you know how we're doing choir class in that big, like, theater room for right yeah. now? Yeah. If I could talk to Mr. Spencer, if I could use that room... I would want to do a, like, world premiere for that Scoob episode, right? That would be pretty dope. And me and Michael would, like, hire a limousine. We would pull up to it. We'd have, like, a red carpet and everything. And we'd try to get, like, a bunch of people to go, like, see it. And I don't know how we could entice people. I think for sure we would get, like, catered food. And, of course, this would all have to be COVID-compliant. It would be in May or June. Which I think it should be... Well, I don't know. I don't want to make predictions. Right. It's yeah. hard to make predictions for that kind of thing. But I think, you know, <clears throat> if there are still some precautions, they will be very limited at that point. So I want to get catered food. Nice. I think that that can entice some people. From Panda Express. Oh, dude. Then I could get 20% off. Yeah. That would, like... Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, and then I... Because um, you can get an 18 to 24 Provided body pack. Provided you're still working there. Oh, I will. I love my job. Like, I genuinely really like it. So that, so that oh, would be $175 with my 20% off discount. That would be, like, 140 maybe? That's a steal. And it would be, yeah. like, five big trays. One could be chow mein, one could be fried rice, one could be orange chicken, one could be... what's what's the, What are the other big ones? Oh, you gotta get one like? vegan thing. Well, chow mein is vegan. Oh, okay. Oh, I could do a big order. or I could do those five things and then, like, a bunch of orders of the appetizers, like the yeah. veggie spring rolls and the cream cheese rangoons, chicken egg rolls. Yeah, that oh, could that be that really could be super fun. Really so dope. catered food from Panda Express. Limousine. Limousine. <laughs> red carpet. I would want to get, like, I think I would give, like, you and some uh, someone else, like, like big flashy cameras so they could like when we oh, roll yeah, there would yeah, be like a big flash, flash. Yeah. i think um outside of me i would also want eli hernandez to walk down the red <laughs> carpet because he's you know a big deal um and i think if i post if i make it look like an asb event i think i can get all the asb kids there i think i could get mr tyler there um i think i could try to get like all the matter goals to go to it okay and then from there just try to like hype it up like it's going to be this big event like it's going to be like that would be really it's going to be like earth bending like mind blowing you know yeah i think it could be pretty fun and um what we would do is before we do an introduction on the shasta scoop we'd show it and then afterwards would be like a live q a where people could ask questions about the last episode or just the scoop in general and uh and then afterwards maybe a photo op with me and michael like in studio <laughs> you know you're you're um 
you're like making it a little too hard for the next generation to follow your footsteps. I don't think there, that there's going to be a continuation of the shots. Uh, yeah, I think at this point, I don't think there should be. They should just end it. I up just right don't there. think that just anybody can't get that high. Because I think I think what the problem is is the only kids because <clears throat> you need it needs to be a dynamic duo. You know, the yeah. only dynamic duo in ASB is Robert or crap. Merkel <laughs> Barger and Dyler Tutro. Yeah. And I don't know if they could carry it on their own, you know? Yeah, and the thing is, Robert Ruckelberger is into video production. <laughs> so there is that side of it. But What about Millie Bunton and her dad? Oh, wow. <laughs> you mean Billy Munton oh, sure. and yeah, her yeah. father? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the other... The other <laughs> They're a dynamic duo. The other thing that... Because um, Ian and I were talking about this. The other thing that we came up with... You, is, um, <laughs> I touched it too. Is Francisco Greek... Halva, which yes. we can use his name, and then we were trying to come up with who the second one should be, and I think we kind of settled on Swarin Myth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, they don't know video production super well. Well, you can have someone help them out. I think I think Swarin uh, could definitely pick it up. I think he's into that kind of stuff. Yeah, I no, so. I could I could see that. He definitely seems yeah. like a kid that could be very into video production. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It'd be a fun dynamic to watch, honestly. But, yeah. like, I think that, like, um, the most important thing is, like, you know, passion. Right. They, they, because you and Michael, I know from, like, We're before, extremely passionate before about you even it. started it, you used to watch the Shasta Scoops and, like, um, Matt's teacher, Matt 3, and he used to, like, get, you know, angry, and you were like, you know, I'm when I get into ASB, I want to get do it better. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the passion. And, and part of our campaign promises was a bi-weekly high-quality Shasta scoop. Yeah, so I mean, you know, you need that passion. Well, and the and other thing is, that... is that we're very much building it up like it's a David Lynch movie, you know? We're making, like, very surreal things happen. Yeah, There's a yeah. lot of symbolism. And it that takes, like, you know, like a filmmaker, you know? Uh-huh. And I don't know if Sworn, Womith, or they don't have Francisco the, Grijalva... They don't have the experience, the vision for that kind of stuff. I just don't know if they're filmmakers, you know? Yeah. That's the thing, man. I see, man. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I've decided that the rest is going to be a POV from the co-host, Nick. <laughs> so, Corbin. You are <laughs> Corbin, yes, have, sir. You, have, you, uh, have you ever indulged in, like, uh, kind of filmmaking? Not, like, film, like you're actually making a film, but, like, you know, like, uh, making a video for with, like, your friends and stuff like that and putting on YouTube or something like that? Yes, you, you made, I, um... What, I did. Yeah. What was it? What was it um, called? Yeah, look up on YouTube. Steve is here. Oh yeah, dude. Corbin Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till you see it. It blew my mind when Steve I first saw it. Steve is here. Corbin Lowry. It's 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 mind blowing, dude. It's insane. Oh, it's so nutty. Oh You'll wait. See a thumbnail of me. Okay. Oh wait, is this? Yes, that? sir. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's play this. Yeah. That's not a dog. Oh. Calabunga, brother! Steve's here! Whoa! That's so cool! Dude, that's dope! You guys ready to have some fun? Yeah! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah! Let's do this! Steve's here, it's begun. Sun. We're having fun, we're in the sun We're in the 
son, you were having fun. We're having fun. Yeah, Steve is here. Yeah, Steve is here. Yeah, Steve is here. Yeah, Steve is here. Steve is here and it's begun. Steve is here and we're having fun. Steve is here and it's begun. Steve is here. It's like your house, yeah, right? that's what I was thinking. So is that a, is that a <laughs> now Q and A with director Corbin Lowry? <laughs> is, is is that like an original like song that you guys produced? No. Uh, oh so what happened? So what happened was. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name, so... Uh, Go for oh, it. oh, Sister, Sister Minster? Uh, yeah, uh, so... Sister Lucas, Minster. Uh, just, yeah, 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 that's his name. I forgot. Um, he decided to... For his music project for acapella, he wanted to make a fun little video. With, uh... And based off of the song, Steve Was Here. Oh, are I you talking Steve. about Lucas Larnett? Yeah, Bukis Larnett. Okay, bro. I thought you were talking about Sister Mincer. No, sir. <laughs> so, okay. So, the only, like, direction you took was just this... Sorry. This guy needed a video and you are going to host it on your channel? Um, yeah, he wanted me to post it. Uh, <laughs> was he too embarrassed to post it on his channel? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I thought it... it he directed it, so it wasn't really me. Um, he told me what to do and stuff. <clears throat> that's cool. That's cool. Did that spark any other like inspiration for any other like kind of like movie making adventures, or is that just like the end of the road? Um, I don't know. We thought about making more stuff like that. Uh, I'm not really sure, but I just think only it's time really will funny tell. That that w that um, Bukas Larnett turned that in. For, for school to get a grade on that video for a choir I, it, I, I told it I don't know why he did that because <laughs> I was like Look, if you this remember, is not gonna work Mr. Mr. Corbin and I made a video that you edited Nick or partially you put the sound thing on it that was the yeah. if you were gay video you, re you remember that one? <laughs> oh, I saw that one yeah yeah and the reason that we made that was because uh, Mr. Corbin Lowry called me up and was like hey um Lucas, uh, he, I'm part of Lucas's video, but I don't know how, how good of a grade it's going to get. Could you help get me cover by uh, making a, another project with me? And as a result, we uh, got a 90 out of 100 on that project. Just a 90. Yeah, who got 100? Um, okay, the thing is, nobody got an 100, but you should see. I'm going to try to find it. Because so, Mara um, Sedina? Right, Mara Sedina, Buma Yarlo, all yeah, yeah, of them, yeah, yeah. they made a Grease video. <laughs> Apparently it was really good. It's so good. It's insanely good. Here. No, it's really good. Like, But they didn't even get 100, which is just like, wow. What were your expectations? Do you know, know, um, do you know what, who, like, what channel that was uploaded on or, like, whose name would be under? Um. I feel like it was Harry Heiner. Yeah, but... Harry Heiner video. Oh wait, I was oh, wait. To say oh my god! Yeah, dude, come on. My bad, my bad. Crap, what what here, I'll just go through Sword their names views. and see if um and see whose name it comes up under. Cause dude, it was it was like an insanely good video. Like way better than anything else that anyone else made. 
Yeah, no. No, it was really impressive. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Let's watch that one. Seven minutes, let's watch all of it. What is he doing? It's shot vertically, too. He, it's just him climbing a, a phone tower. <laughs> all right. 5G, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No. Um, Mara Sedina. That's not her. That's not her. Maybe that one's it. Um, There's a lot of them. Okay. I think it was under... Do you know whose name it was under? <laughs> now this is just a huge search. Could be under none of them. Who was in the video? I forgot. Um, it was all of them. I don't want to say everybody's name because that would be a lot of mental gymnastics. <laughs> the 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 junior gal pals. Right. Um, uh, who's a part of that group? Kennedy Tress. Uh, yeah, I was just about to. Oh, what? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> I don't know if I can show this again. <laughs> here, let's go under channel. Yo, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Channel. Simon. <laughs> <laughs> At vacation Bible school. Camping. <laughs> <laughs> Searching random YouTube videos is so freaking fun. Okay. Maybe their group has like a name. Um, who else was in the I don't think so. The, the, the junior gal pals. I don't know. Oh, wait. What was it called? It was called Corona Nights. Grease Parody. Oh, facts. Hmm. Hold up. That's not... Wait, is that it? This is the... No, but uh, this is another COVID-19 parody of Summer Nights. COVID-19 happened so far. Dude, this is lyrics they used. Oh, shoot. Did we just uncover a secret? It's April 30th. They uploaded their video on in October. Oh, Dude, they stole oh, from this little girl. Oh, oh my god. We yeah. are live and we just. Oh, no. Okay, wait, wait I remember. I remember it. Okay, they, they put it under another name. I remember that. They they didn't put it on, under. uh what oh, What was the. Shoot, they put it under another name though. Another name though. Okay, but now we need uh, to figure out, like, what, what? If it was the exact what, what, same video. What is it? Uh, what was, so what's the song called again? Oh, shoot. Um, uh, Summer Nights. Nights. It was it. Co Corona Nights. That's what it was. Yeah. Look that up. It's the uh, Corona, man. Search by most recent. Corona Nights. You know that's not gonna give us what we want. Corona Nights, you go. <laughs> Whoa, Corona Rhythm of the Night. Okay, let's go by. Most recent. Um, Try that. This year. Okay, that that's good. That's a good start. 
SML. Can we watch SML? No. Okay, we don't need to keep looking for this. Okay, I need to find it now because I need to see if they actually have stole from that guest. little girl. <laughs> no, he's just as invested as we are. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to I watch it. I'm not even kidding. I need to figure out if they stole it and, Wait, they, and could, they just been taking the credit. Wait, I could, I could text her. I could ask. That's the thing. I was thinking worst case scenario, we can ask them for the video, but it might just be, that, that might be a little weird. I don't know. Okay, that would be a little weird. No, not gonna be lie. weird. It'd just be flattering. Okay, that's facts. It's not coming up. What's flattering for you, Nick, may not be flattering for them. Facts. Also, your ass is fat. It's not flat. I didn't say that. <laughs> he said it was fat. Ow, yeah. can you get off of me? <laughs> well, I really want to see what's going on. <laughs> I, I want to... We need to... Ugh. Okay. You know what? We need to get into the podcast. So yeah, I'm gonna, true. I'm gonna it's continue the research to, on my phone and let's let's get into the movies, okay? Oh, okay, okay. okay. Questions. Cool. Okay, what do you want to ask Corbin Lowry? Corbin, Corbin, can you tell me a little bit about uh, McDonald's review? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot. Okay, so oh, when was it? Okay, it was in. January, I think I made that video. Okay. Um I made that video because I think I got rejected by a girl. And I was so mad by it. I wasn't mad, I was just more disappointed. <laughs> and I was like, I want Mc I want McDonald's. And so to to help cope with it i decided to make a fun little video um it was 27 minutes long <laughs> and it was me just kind of rambling on i have privated the video because um a lot of people from you prep found the video and they started uh they started like texting me about it and i was like i the... that's cute is but i might <laughs> no, i might put it back up because i quite <laughs> Wait, so why did the Look. breakup make you want McDonald's? It or wasn't the rejection? a breakup, it was a rejection. It was a rejection, man. Yeah, why, why did that make you want McDonald's? Well, to be honest, I really wanted a, a Sprite Cranberry. I think, <laughs> I think the ads for the Sprite Cranberry were still going on. And... I don't think McDonald's has the Sprite Cranberry. However, they have a Sprite Berry mix. And that was like the next best thing. So I made the move. Um, I, I went there. I almost got KFC as well. And I almost did like a two-in-one review. <laughs> it would have been like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was already like a 30-minute video. <laughs> I thought it was the it was a great thirty minute video, and then I also made I also made a follow up video of a food like it was a cooking video. Um, you could if you like look at okay if you look at like my spam account, I posted it only on my spam account. Um, follow Core Boner on Instagram. If you look at that, it's like three minutes of me making uh. Marie's calendar pot pie. Three minutes. That is pathetic. Also, I love Marie's calendar's pot pies. Uh, that's that no, like, what, what, chicken Holy or crap. beef? Chicken. Dude, that's actually I how I got chicken. my blister in eighth grade from uh, Maria's calendar. Yeah. But yeah. Um. 
but yeah, that's my inspiration behind the McDonald's review. Mm. Do you um, plan on making any more? Like any more like reviews for food? <sighs> yeah, I was gonna make another one during quarantine, but then I just was just like, eh, my bed's more comfortable. You can make one right now. Do you have some food next to you? He has a bang. View that bang. Right now. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm not allowed to drink this. It says you're not allowed to drink it if you're under the age of 18. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I don't know how you got your hands on it, but if you're under 18, like, you can't I buy one. <laughs> oh, I'm like. <laughs> you're 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, close, it's close enough um yeah um i like red bulls better but like <laughs> i guess it's okay yeah uh, this is supposed to <laughs> did not i'm so sorry corbin it's okay Okay. I don't want to talk to Robert right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Can we get on to the movies now, Nick? Are, are you done with your questions, Corbin? Um, <laughs> What's your middle name? My middle name is Jace. Yo, Corbin I knew a Jace. Jace. That's not a bad full name. <laughs> I like it. I really like it, actually. I think it's fun. I wanted to be called Jace for like a week because I thought Corbin was a stupid name. I but Corbin. I've learned to embrace my myself. Fast. You know, Robert actually hated his name, but then I uh, I kissed him, and now he likes it. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> back to see now. Can we get onto the podcast now? <laughs> Let's talk about the movies. All right. Hungry. So this week we are reviewing. Otherwise, I'll get hangry. No. <laughs> you don't want me hangry. <laughs> You really don't want me hanging. This week we are doing three movies. Um, Corbin, you've seen one and a half of them, correct? Yes, I have seen one and a half of them. Okay. Um, Nick, have you seen all three? I, I haven't seen Mank because I was planning on doing it today, but then I forgot that you guys were coming really early. And you've seen all three? Yes, sir. And I've seen all three. Are you going to say yes, sir now because of Corbin? What, what, what does Corbin do? He says yes, sir, a lot. No, I just say yes, sir, just because. Yes, sir. <laughs> See, he says it like that. You just said it like that. You oh, copied him. I'm sorry, Corbin. Okay, anyways, um, I let's start cute. on. Um, Ooh, well, so we got, we got, oh, yeah, we wait. Got what, what's the order going to be this week? Toffle? Nice make you the least make. No, I had something in mind. <laughs> but I had. Um, one was Christmas, and the other one, what was the second one? Christmas Chronicles the second 2, one, the, and then it was Fat Man. Fat Man. And then me. Well, you know, there's an easy one here that we right, could use. But we're not going to do no, we don't do easy in this podcast. <laughs> we do it because it is hard. So, um... Update, Robert has still not found the video. <laughs> I can't find it! <laughs> Dude, just text him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should I just text Emma and ask her the video? Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do yeah, it, no, it, she'd it. give it to you, man. Madrigal to Madrigal. She's, she's chilling out. You can go eat. I don't know. Or, or just send it to the Madrigal chat. Anything here? To make it less weird. Is there food? Is there food in here? Yeah, I think we should do um, most Santa to least Santa. Because I don't really think of anything right now. Are you serious? We okay. don't do this podcast because it's easy, but because it is hard. Most people of color to least people of color. Okay, that that that's a place to go off of. All three movies feature white people. Well, there's a Mrs. Claus is black and <laughs> Fat Man. That's true. So that would be our the first one we review, and then after that, Christmas Chronicles or Mank. Mank, because it's in black and white. 
Okay, this, I think we're kind of... <laughs> Wouldn't that mean that there's less people in color, of color in black and white? No, there's more. Yeah, because they're all black or white. <laughs> it's no, ex- what? It's exemplified. That doesn't change. If, okay. Um, oh, no, my wait, gosh. Christmas Chronicles has no black people. What was the movie about? Christmas Chronicles? Yeah, yeah, I, about, I can only think of Jingle Jangle right now for some reason. Christmas Chronicles it was about, about Kurt Santa Russell yeah, being Kurt Santa. Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. That's all you need to know, man. <laughs> I forgot the entire movie. Okay, it was okay, I just had an idea. Since we like mm. found out that they like probably copied that video of the little girl that we found, should we get all of them on the podcast and then expose them on the air? Yes. That'd be funny. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be pretty dope. That would be pretty dope. I, I would like that. <laughs> Corbin, do you do you indulge in, in the Film Studies Club podcast? It's okay if you say no. I just, I'm curious though. I actually, so for the first few episodes, when you guys started posting I'm them, uh, so I, uh, nice. I worked, uh, I worked for a contractor and so I like put on some earbuds and I'd listen to it as I'd, uh, as I'd work. I thought it was really interesting. I watched, I think the first one I watched was, uh, the one about trolls. <laughs> the <one> to- <laughs> that was a good one. me instantly. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was funny. Oh, that was that was good actually. Okay, she sent it to me and I sent it to you. Yeah, update. We have the video. <laughs> okay. Okay. We gotta see if it copied it or not. Okay, first okay, should we okay. just watch it all the way through? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You should probably cut this part out because it, it's gonna make terrible audio. Really? Okay. Uh, Corbin, uh, you here? I'll show you. Corbin, oh, okay. Seen. Thanks. Have you? Well, I'm showing it to you again. So he feels included. That's important. Uh, I was gonna say you could like share your screen, but we're not on Discord. Never mind. Uh, actually, I can share my screen, so I'm gonna do that instead. Oh really? Oh, the reason I couldn't find it was because the video's title is "Yup" with three P's, and <laughs> it's uploaded by Amber White, who is like the mom of none of oh, them. That so. was the last person I was thinking of. <laughs> okay, That's can you a see nice it? desktop. I can see an elephant. Shoot. Cool elephant though. God dot PNG. Can you see it? Okay, so we're gonna watch uh, it and then figure yes, out if they copy yes, or not. You can see it? Yup. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 113 views. 2019 had me a blast. 2020 happened so fast. I'm not saying so low, it's like insanely impressive. No, that's really impressive. I'm not even gonna lie. Well, they couldn't really shoot it without masks. Oh, because we're doing 
Yeah, they're dudes. Yeah, that's the best scene in the movie as if you ever did. TikTok! Why is there a bunch of black on the outside? Did you take off your mask? It's not a dough, so it's easy. <laughs> no, that's Marisol. I can't really tell who's who with the hat. It could happen to you, but oh, oh, Corona nights. Tell me more, tell me more. Was it all just pretend? Tell me more, tell me more. Could she get me a friend? You definitely have. That's yeah. Marisadina. Nope. <laughs> that, that's. I've seen all of yeah, them. No, Four of them were in film studies. Nope. The video direction is actually pretty good. It is. Like, Copied the other one actually. Well, I doubt one. it. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, should we get onto the movie? Yeah, now? we should get onto the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way you hyped that up, it seemed like it was like a movie production. I mean, okay. I mean, it was a lot better than any of the other ones. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not even gonna lie. It so should have gotten in a hundred. It should have gotten in a hundred. I'm shocked yeah, it did it. Spencer's like, he's like that. He was like, see, that was amazing, but that's not quite in a hundred. <laughs> And I'm like, how? Yeah. I'm like, no one's gonna put more effort into a choir project than the amount of effort that they put into that. Like, they had full-on choreography, they had props, they had costume design. It, it was like, yeah, no, I thought they did fantastic. They like, went to like Shasta. Yeah. That's pretty. Cool. And they like had like groups of people doing and like choreographed yeah, scenes. Yeah, that was yeah. really impressive. The it is incredibly impressive. I set up a thing. camera and me and Francisco and Ian jumped around for three <laughs> yeah, minutes. In, like her living room. And, and we got a ninety-three, <laughs> and they got a ninety-eight. Like, how is that? What? Right? <laughs> What? I don't know how the two are even comparable. So what's a hundred? Like, I <laughs> like literally a movie. <laughs> Anyways, the magical dinner's at one hundred. <laughs> I uh, for the next choir project, I want to do. You're gonna help me, Nick, right? I want to do intro song, but like all my voice. Okay. Okay. Anyways, we should. How far are we into this? Oh my god, we are fifty minutes into this podcast. It's more like forty, forty-five. You know what? 30. 
That's all right. Uh, <laughs> We're here for a good time. We are here for a good time. Okay, but we need yeah, to get through this quickly because Bubble and I need to be home by 1.30. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, what time is it? Uh, we got time. It's 12.30. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, uh, let's... Let's get started. Um, okay. Christmas Chronicles. We're, we're starting. I thought you were doing most diverse to least diverse. Most diverse to least diverse. Christmas. And I think elves no, can Christ. be counted as diverse people. No, they can't. They're all. They, they were all white. Let, let's do least. No, but they're to, little no, people. Let's do least to most because right. Corbin hasn't seen Fat Man. Okay. And he's but he's seen Christmas yeah. Chronicles and half of Mank. Fair enough. Fair okay, so let's start with Christmas Chronicles too. Nick, it's this is your job. If you really want to be promoted co-host, you should have it up on the screen right now, yeah, but you Nick, don't. You really this is go above and beyond. Yeah. What's it about? Give us a synopsis. My side profile is really in the whacking right now. Nick, just... Kate I think it's hot. Now a cynical teen is unexpectedly reunited with Santa Claus when a mysterious troublemaker threatens to cancel Christmas. For right no! Right no, the Oh! <laughs> I mean, black. No, is he? Yeah, the little kid's black! No, he's not. Oh, is he, he is. is! Oh my god! Shoot, we should have reviewed Mank first, because there's no black people in Mank. Yeah, we should have. We should do that. Oh well. No, 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 no. no. We stuck with something. We gotta Fine. stick with Fine, okay. It. Nick, read the plot synopsis for Mank. Can you please bleep We're me We're reviewing Mank instead. Kids, <laughs> I don't think that's very good. No. That's not very political. Oh, also, the one kid is uh, Mexican. Isn't he? Yeah, Nick, please, you go ahead. Thank you. Just, just go around. Follow your fellow screenwriter Herman J. Minkelwitz. Uh, tumultuous development of Orson Welles' iconic masterpiece, Citizen Kane, 1941. So, I'm going to start this one off because I have a lot to say about Mank. Nope, nope, nope. This one's pretty manky. This one was, like... Very highly anticipated for me. If you don't know, mm -hmm. Mank is currently one of a, like an Oscar front runner. A lot of yes. people have been saying it was between Mank and Nomadland for and best anyone picture. who was at the Film Studies Club meeting would know that. Which was not many. The club's kind of dying. I'm really sad about it. That's a, that's a whole oh. other thing. Um, anyways, that's um, my favorite club. I know. I'm really sad. I kind of feel like I should just let it die at this point. It's it's kind of No, Robert. It sucks that like we're all split up because a majority of the like film studies people, they're like in the other group. Well, I would argue that it was roughly half. The thing is, the junior gal pals went very regularly, but I'm pretty sure Mara Sedina was the one who pushed them to do that. And I because agree. she's group B and they're group A, they have no incentive to that's go. Facts. Yeah. True, true. Yeah, that's so unfortunate. It really is. And the club is down to like five people now. But it's super chill. Although there. sometimes there's more. Sometimes there's like yeah, 11 there's to like 12. there's like random upticks. Yeah, it's just people. And it's fairly but regular. Mr. Michael Bunty left, which yeah. I'm still a little resentment. How for. could he? For Sources of Strength Club. Oh. <laughs> okay, anyways. So the I thing, don't know if I should put it. <laughs> the thing with Mank is I was super excited for this movie. I stayed up till midnight to watch it. Yes. I had a oh, rough really? time staying up, so I went to bed, woke up, and watched it again. That was already a bad sign. I am so conflicted with Mank. Like, on the one hand... So it's also directed by David Fincher, who's a great director. Like, he did The Social Network. He did Seven. He did Fight Club. I've always thought he was a little bit overrated. I don't think... He's one of the greats, and I don't think that necessarily his movies, any of them are like particularly mind blowing or insanely original. But I've always thought that he's a really good director in the way that like he can take a very typical Hollywood script and make it the best it can be without being particularly unique. 
Like, all of his movies definitely fit the whole Hollywood regime without standing out in particular. Mank, I thought, might actually be, like, a step in a different direction. It was shot in black and white. I never, I didn't watch the trailer, but a lot of people are saying that it's a very, like, stylistic movie, much more so, like, a very unique movie, much more so than his others. I felt like Mank was just in the same ballpark again. And I ultimately felt extremely underwhelmed with Mank. I, when it was over, I was honestly just kind of sad and upset, like... I really wanted to love this movie. I wanted it to be in my top something of the year. Um, and particularly, the Netflix Oscar frontrunners have been really good the last two years. Roma was incredible. Marriage Story was incredible. The Irishman was incredible. And then this year, I was hoping for the same thing. Trial of the Chicago 7 was pretty good, but it wasn't particularly amazing. And I thought, okay, Mank will be the way that they make it up. And I don't think that they did. I honestly felt very underwhelmed with this movie. I didn't <clears throat> dislike it. I still I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed watching it. Um, what I think the main problem with it was is that David Fincher was trying to mimic Citizen Kane. And I don't know if you guys have seen Citizen Kane, but um, in Citizen Kane, the movie is very nonlinear. It's jumping around a lot. It's going to a lot of different places. And he tries to mimic the same thing with this, which makes sense. It's about the writer of Citizen Kane. He wants to give it a similar feeling. But I don't really think that was effective for the movie at all. I thought jumping around to a bunch of different times made it extremely distracting and extremely difficult to latch onto. I didn't know... I honestly felt lost for a lot of the movie. I didn't know what was happening in each particular scene. I wasn't... Even though they did have like the little screenwriter thing where it was like interior yeah, this place like and those. the year and the flashback... And without those, I would have been even more lost. Definitely. I, I found myself in the middle of the scene completely forgetting, is this a flashback or is this mm -hmm. in the future? Yeah. And that was right. really difficult for me because that made it so I wasn't able to latch on to any of the characters. And that's what I want to really get across. David Fincher, one of his, the most impressive things to me is that when he introduces characters, he never really has scenes with characters giving exposition, but his characters are fascinating. Like, The Social Network... There's no scene where it's like Jesse Eisenberg sitting down and talking with somebody like, when I was a teenager, I, I knew I had to be exceptional. There's nothing like that. But he is a fully realized character. He's fascinating. He's super interesting. I, all the characters here just fell super flat to me. And I like that David Fincher doesn't feel the need for useless character exposition because that's not really development. Development is what the actor is portraying on screen. But I, ultimately, I think maybe it was, came down to the dialogue. I just found the characters extremely boring. And I found it impossible to latch on to any of them. And to be completely honest, I don't think any actor in here should be nominated for an acting award at the Academy Awards. Because even though a lot of them are front-running right now, and Amanda Seyfried may win Best Supporting Actress, all of their roles felt so unmemorable to me. And then, moving on from there, like, I do enjoy the way that... Okay, I don't... I enjoyed learning about the politics of the time, but I don't know why this movie chose to be so political. Like, it's not yeah. like Mankiewicz's life was particularly political. It's not like his movies were pushing political messages a lot. But I felt like a good third, maybe even more, of this movie was focused on the presidential race and Upton Sinclair and everything happening with him. And I understand if it was trying to paint a picture of the time, but they should have been spending more time painting a picture of what old Hollywood was like. And we get that, but I wish... Or maybe spend more time with the individual characters so I could actually care about them. And, like, I was hoping maybe the ending would tie it all together. Because I've seen movies like this where it's just kind of okay throughout, and then you realize, and then the ending hits you in a particular way that you didn't see coming, kind of like a slow burn. 
I did yeah. not feel that Mank did that at all. Like, the last scene is semi-interesting. It's like, oh, he died young. He, you know, could have been, what? Uh, I don't know what's interesting about dying young. Well, uh, it's just like, he was an incredible screenwriter who wouldn't know what he could have had with another 20 years, or, you know, just something like guess, that. Yeah, <laughs> but I just... I don't know. It, in the end, I just felt emotionally distant from the movie. I liked it. It's very well edited. It's very well directed. The writing and acting definitely could have been improved. Ultimately, I just felt underwhelmed by Mank. And in a year where I'm already feeling underwhelmed by basically every single movie coming out and underwhelmed by the fact that we don't get as good of an Oscar race, it just felt like great. You know, it just kind of made me upset. Yeah. I don't dislike Mank. I actually do like it. And my review is overwhelmingly negative, but... I don't know. I just, I was just sad, man. I was just sad. Who wants I to go? I feel that, man. Uh, I'll go next. All right. So, uh, I, it was two, like one or two a.m. and I fell asleep halfway through the movie because I was tired. Um, but from the hour or so I watched of it, um, I actually, Robert, I do have a lot of similar feelings to you. Um, like. I knew going into this that David Fincher was directing this movie, and uh, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. The last movie he released was six years ago, um, right? The, I think it was, or at least the last one he directed. I think it was. Yeah, he's been he's been working like very heavily on Mindhunter. I don't okay. remember what. Oh, his last movie was Gone Girl. Yeah, yeah, it's been. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, and so and I know he's like. Uh, a pretty like praised uh director and so going into it i was like okay i'm pretty i'm pretty interested and so um i do really like the style he tried to go for um like he really tries to really recreate the 1930s and i think he does a very fantastic job at that um which I'm I'm actually pretty impressed. Um, but one thing for sure is this: this movie's not for everyone. Like, you have to, you have to be like into like the 1930s style of Hollywood in order to like this movie. Um, and like Robert said, I was like not attached to any of the characters. Maybe partly that was because I was like half asleep, but like I just could not find anything fun about them. Um, and like, of course, it's like not my style of, of like movie, but I can see people liking this movie. And I looked up the ratings too, like right before, uh, we recorded this and they're pretty high. Um, but like then it's all like a hit or miss. Like, I don't think you can find like there's not really going to be a middle ground with this movie. You either like it or you don't. Um, and for me, like from the hour or so I watched of it, um, it definitely was not my kind of movie. But um, and yeah, the the characters were. I wish they spent more time on that, and they did devil into a lot of political stuff, which I don't think a lot of people would care for even though it did like represent 1930s pretty well i just don't think uh it's what a lot of people expected of the movie so 
I, I think it was a bit underwhelming, but I just think I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't I don't quite recommend the movie to everyone. But if you're into that kind of style of films, uh, then I'd give it a shot. But, but that's yeah, that's review. can you put replace Paul Hull? Cause, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paul Hull. What do you think of Mank? All right, Mank. Um, so first thing I want to say is that in in when when you're trying to tell the story of someone's life, like it's a biography, there's a lot of characters. Like okay, and there's there's too many. Sometimes there's too many people to keep track of. Talk louder, loser. And right now, uh, like okay, this is even though this is a movie, and I read a, and I'm talking about a, I'm going to talk about a book right now. But I was reading a biography about someone, and it was very hard to keep track of everyone in that biography. And I feel like the film, this also, like, it suffers from the same problems. Like, I didn't know who the guy with the Parkinson's was. Like, I did not know. And so I didn't care that he had a gun and some. Also, I called it. I thought that there was going to be more bullets, and there were. So I'm pretty proud of myself for that. Good job. Yeah. Um, what else? Okay, so Mank, in one line, he says that, in two hours, like it's this is paraphrasing, but in two hours you can't really tell the story of someone's life properly. You can only leave an impression of one when he's talking about mm-hmm. Citizen Kane, and I feel like that's what this movie tries to do. And honestly, even though it's very complicated, and like you said, Robert, I can't really keep track of all the characters. I still like this movie because it was it was going fairly quickly, and. I guess it was confusing, but it was also entertaining for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, I enjoyed this movie, and I don't know. I feel like, like I didn't know. I don't know who the director was. I didn't know anything about this movie as I was going in, so I had no hype for it. And so it delivered fairly well. Like in my, like actually, I was kind of like, ugh, black and white, weird. But you know, I like, I enjoyed it. And um, one last thing is that, shoot. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, no, I have something. I have something very important to Well, say. you think... Uh, Nick, what were your thoughts on Mank? I didn't watch it, but I want to mention... That oh, that's right. <laughs> while our special guest was talking, Robert was on his phone and Paul was going like this, and I thought it was really funny that just, like, none of us looked like we were listening. No, I was listening to him. I know you were, but it just looked like we were just, <laughs> just <laughs> goofing around. Yeah, you man. Oh, I have something. Yes. So... Okay. Corbin, like you said, this movie is not for everyone, and I agree with you. I feel like yeah. if I'm really into, like, oh, what happened in the, in Hollywood, like, in the 1930s, who were all the players, who were the major people, I feel like this movie would be really exciting for me, because I would see, oh, look, I know that person, how are they going to depict him in this movie? Like, how, what's going to happen, you know? It's, yeah. Because it's during a time when, like, all of these famous, like, influential figures were building the film industry. And yeah. so it was very interesting that way. But I mean, I am I'm coming from a position where I don't know anything about that. Yeah, do you think you're like your great great grandma when like this movie or something like that? Well, she lived in India, and she was fleeing like. Robert, do you think your great great grandma would like this movie? Probably, but I don't think my great great grandma saw movies because they didn't really exist at that point. What a loser! She was missing out on something. They didn't exist, Nick. <laughs> no, no, the horse galloping existed. Well, yeah, that's it. That that's basically also, a truly exquisite also, experience. Have you seen the video of the guys dueling by the brothers? No. That's really wicked. 
Uh, Pahol's known as our random video on Reddit guy, so... Anyway, this movie, I, I liked well. it. I mean, I didn't have any... Point is, I didn't have any, like, big expectations because I don't know anything about movies. I don't know any directors. I don't... I barely know any of the directors or whatever. Yeah, but, I, I tend to like movies when I don't know anything about them yeah, going in. But, a lot more than... Yeah. Before. Yeah, so honestly, yeah. this it delivered for my low, very, very low bar. I'm happy with that. All right. Let's give our scores. And then, Nick, I'm sure you have some great facts prepared. I'm going to give Mank a 6 out of 10. Uh, I'm going to have to give this one a... Um... Oh, wait, crap. No, I have a new rating system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I keep good. on forgetting. Hey, Nick, oh, are you going to use the banana and orange thing? Because we really wanted to expand upon that. You can have it back. Okay, I'm going to give this a Baskin Robbins out of Panda Express. I'm gonna give Can you this give me? One. What is this rating system? <laughs> so Panda Express is ten, Starbucks is nine, Subway is eight, Taco Bell is seven, Baskin Robbins is six, Burger King is five, Domino's is four, Pizza Hut is three, McDonald's is two, KFC is one, and Chick Fil A is zero. <laughs> okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, I want to okay. give this one a. Um, so you have a banana, you peel it open, there's some brown spots in there. It's kind of weird. But you cut the brown spots out, and you can eat the banana. Mm-hmm. All right. And, uh, Corbin, you can use any rating system you please. Okay. I want to give this, uh, like, five twerking Pikachus out of ten. So it's just an out of ten scale, but it's with twerking Pikachu. <laughs> All right. What's your... Oh, he's going to the bathroom. Please. Not going to the bathroom, just getting him an idiot. Welcome back. There we go. Back. Welcome back. Yeah, we're good. Hi. What, what were you getting? I was getting nail clippers because I have a hangnail. Show us. Show us proof that you did that. Did it off. You want me to show you the dead hangnail? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm Yes, please. I just need a... I don't know where it is because I, like... Fixed it. Didn't know we had a surgeon on the podcast. <laughs> yes, sir! Hey, please just read the <laughs> trivia. The script was written by David Fincher's late father, Jake Fincher. Oh! I did hear that. that that's, that's interesting. That's hashtag freaking wicked, bro. Mm -hmm. That's pretty hashtag, bro. Oh, that's actually really cool. Um, this was shot on um, red um, monochroma AK cameras. Um, no color version of the film exists. What was the scene for the third fact? Read the third fact. Amanda Sefried. Sefried. You told me Amanda Sefried. Confess to the liner that David Fincher made her shoot one particular scene approximately 200 times. Okay, that's for the... an entire week just oh. to get it perfect. Can I tell you something funny? What? Wow. Um, I was with Jackson Spencer on the set of Madrigal Dinner 2020, and um, oh, it's oh, funny. wait, he's been on. We can use his name. Yes. And uh, he was like, and Mr. and uh, Sister Mincer said that he wanted to shoot a scene for a third time, and Jackson was like, oh, a third time, seriously? And I told him that. Martin Scorsese often shoots scenes up to 60 to 70 times. And he was like, I would literally shoot my brains out before I would be in a movie. 
That sounds terrible. <laughs> I also would like to point out, since its release, Mank has dropped around 200 votes on the predicted win on Gold Derby. So as of right now, it's looking <laughs> like Nomadland, unflinchingly, is going to win Best Picture. I haven't watched that movie. Nomadland, um, I actually just looked it up because it was it's it came out in a few theaters this weekend. There was actually a visual, a virtual theater that it was opening in, and I went to look at it, and it sold out for all the nights, like an hour that it dropped. People wow. are so hyped for it, yeah. And apparently, it's going to get like a full good theatrical run on February nineteenth, twenty twenty one, since the Oscars extended their, um, you know, allowance of letting movies in. Did you talk about this movie for your presentation? Yeah. What was it about? A uh, woman who's a nomad loses her. Oh job. right, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was the first one. Yeah, it started a bunch of homeless people. I feel like who didn't um, pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Shut up. I feel like I feel like you. Shut up. Uh, I feel like movie theaters. Um, I don't know if they're gonna go extinct, but I think they're gonna become like extremely exclusive for like very exclusive movies. What I think is going to happen yeah. is, um, by twenty twenty two, what we're gonna see, or maybe twenty twenty three, um. The major movie theater chains as we know them, Cinemark, AMC, Regal, they're going to be gone. Um, I think that the theaters, theaters are, the studios are going to help some theaters continue onward. I think maybe you could see some movie studios buying some movie theater companies uh, since the Paramount consent decrees were taken down. And what I could see is like, they keep the theater experience open for, um, for like people who want the theater experience because there are a good number of people who want the theater experience who want to see movies that way what i think is going to happen is um you're going to see a lot of movie theaters close and you may see just one or two movie theaters in an area where there used to be 50 because the operating costs are just going to be too high for that many movie theaters yeah Oh, you, mine doesn't work because I have to take the tendon out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, so, like, I actually can't do that. I tried punching Paul's knee, so, like, it does, like, the little thing where it, like, j- uh, goes up. And he's like, no, my tendon's missing. <laughs> I have to take it out. Because of the child. The reflex? Oh, okay, let's go on to the next movie. That, by the way. All I right. Actually, I, my tendons are here, by the way. I just have to say. Nick, wanna, I want to talk about Santa Claus. <laughs> we haven't had a transition sound effect in a while. Can you give us a Christmassy transition sound effect? And now we're on to Christmas Chronicles 2. <laughs> Nick, what is Christmas Chronicles Go 2? Go off. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Christmas Chronicles 2. Kate Pierce, now a cynical teen, is unexpectedly reunited with Santa Claus when a mysterious trouble... Oh, I thought the door opened. Mysterious troublemaker threatens to cancel Christmas. I'm hungry. Ah, please gonna get me food. What food do you want? Like anything, just something oh. to chow down on. Okay, Pahol, you're going first. Nice. Okay. <laughs> this movie. This movie is very infuriating to watch, and it, it kind of just makes me sad that movies like this can exist. And you know, there's no repercussions. Yeah, there's no repercussions. People like the they should be you know dragged out on the street and like flagellated. Because Jesus Christ, that's what like this is not art. This what's the point of this? And that's what I was thinking when I was when I was like watching this movie. But then, as and this this realization has come to me very often. I've realized is that what is this movie's target audience? Now, normally I would say it's a kids movie, and um, and for a kids movie, you know, it's 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 fairly average, but. Kids movies, just because it's a kids movie doesn't mean that it has to be this bad. 
I've, I've, I've seen kids movies that are like really good and they're interesting enough that they're both, they appeal to both kids and adults. All age demographics are drawn to a good kids movie. And this one, I feel like it tries to appeal to older people through cheap jokes, which are just scattered throughout and very sudden. Oh my god, thank you. And, uh, but... You didn't get me anything? Rude. You didn't ask for anything. I, you, knew, you know I eat all the time. I was going, this movie really doesn't work like that. It's not... It's, it, the jokes are very sudden for for adults, and it just jumps in and out of that adult mode, kid mode. I don't know, it's just very... It's very badly done. I feel like... Like, no one reviewed the script. Like, sometimes when I... Um, write an essay or something. I just write it out, and I just close it for a day, and then go back to it, and I see how absolute bullcrap it is, and I have to make, like, a ton of edits and stuff, and it takes me, like, an hour to right. do that. No one did that for this movie. They just put it all in, you know? They just, like, did it because they wanted money or something. They just wanted to get paid. Yeah. That's just sad, you know, because this movie could be so much. You know, this movie couldn't be that much. It's just a Christmas movie. So really, like... Well, I mean, a Christmas movie doesn't have to be bad. What yeah, hell, but like, Robert? <laughs> I look like a. Never mind. I can't say that. <laughs> Robert, don't don't make this. Anyway, I'm just disappointed. I'll just say I look like I'm ready for Paul Hool. I'm, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so sad that I wasted two hours on this movie. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, who wants to go next? It sure ain't me. Um, I'll go I next. want to talk about Santa Claus. Okay. <laughs> Timestamp, timestamp. I said, oh. Robert's destroying my heart. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, is it Nick or Corbin who goes next? It's Nick. Okay. I want to. Oh, okay. Paul, shut up with your skinny pop! I'm hungry. I want to suck you out. I watched this movie with the least amount of attention possible to be considered a viewing of the movie. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I didn't like my sister and my brother were over and their their uh, their significant others as well. So I was more focused on them than the movie, and also hey, wasn't you. even really. What? Of course. Cool. <laughs> um, and I was just rude. I hate this movie. It was bad, and you can't say, "Oh, it's a Christmas movie. It's gonna be bad." There are good Christmas movies, and the, this Yeah, movie but how, how many... Okay, give me the percent of good Christmas movies, because there's, like, one good Christmas movie in, like, four years, and there's so many Christmas movies per year. There's, like, 20. Really good recent Christmas movie? Daddy's Home 2. It's not even recent. Daddy's Home 2 is so good. Oh, Fat Man is are so good. Stop it! No, it's not. It's an excellent movie. Okay, um, we're not reviewing Fat Man, we're reviewing Christmas Chronicles 2. This movie isn't funny, it isn't interesting... And it isn't worth your time. I did find the whole, um... No, this is about Batman, never mind. Okay, Corbin, you can go next. Okay. I have... I have some notes on my phone. And it all... Starts... <sighs> I think... The movie can be summed up in one scene. And it's... It's when I was doing the dishes, and so I had the movie on in the background, and 
it was the scene where the elves had a party and it had the song Who Let the Dogs Out in the background. <laughs> that, that right there pretty much sums up the entire movie. It's it's alright. Um, I think uh, I was about to say Russell Crowe, but uh, Kurt Russell uh, he does a pretty good job at being santa i guess for like a, a christmas movie uh and i don't know it's just like very corny and i think that's part of the point but holy crap i did not laugh once except for that one scene where i just lost it <laughs> And my hope for humanity. <laughs> and uh, oh, hold on, I'm looking at my notes. Oh, uh, like someone got called for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there was also a shot where uh, they really did make a Matrix shot of Santa dodging arrows. Yeah, they did do that. They yeah. did. They did. And then. And then they. Uh, <laughs> I tried to figure out who the kid with the hat was because he looked so familiar. And then I found out it was the kid from Deadpool 2, Russell. Oh, that's and... the kid from Deadpool 2? Yeah. That makes so I much looked sense. it up and then, it, and then I was like, oh, that's why I don't like it. He, he's grown up a bit. He, he's, 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 he's doing well for himself. Oh, my, oh my gosh. He... It, the the motivation is like, ah, Santa ruined my life, so I'm gonna go ruin everyone else's lives, and it's just like, I know it's a kids movie, but I, I just did not like. I did not like it. <laughs> um, so when I was watching this movie, I was watching it with health expert Ian Blank, and oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> what did what did health expert Ian Blank say? He brought up a very good point about this movie. As bad as it is, in a weird way, it's very, like, mesmerizing. Like, when it's on the screen, you cannot take your eyes off of it. It's just like, how can this movie exist? It feels incorrect. It feels like it shouldn't be around, you know? Uh Like, what's happening with it, you know? Yeah. There is so much insanity in that movie. It just, it's insane. Why do all the elves look so weird? They look like they're supposed I know, to they, they look like they're supposed to be those TY plushies mixed with gremlins. They look terrifying and oh. they don't look cute, but they just look like I, I don't know how to explain it. It's they're just so minions. weird looking. They should have used minions. Um I also, <laughs> that would have made the movie better. The other very mesmerizing scene in this movie is when the movie completely loses its sense of reality. And suddenly, a bunch of people in an airport start dancing and singing. Like, up to that point, the movie was somewhat based in reality. Well, and, uh, and, I mean, there's time certain... travel in it, too. No, 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 but Santa just landed in an international airport. <laughs> like, like that's, that, that doesn't happen. And also... And then he starts playing the saxophone. <laughs> like, like, what? Why are people singing oh, all of a sudden? And they're singing this incredibly epic song. Like, okay, maybe not based in reality. What I'm trying to say is, like... That type Tradition. of scene, it feels like a scene where, like, everybody in the airport got, like, 
what what do I say? Like brainwashed, and they were all doing this scene, but they weren't themselves. They were brainwashed versions of themselves. <laughs> it was like a zombie movie. Yeah, all of a sudden, <laughs> and it was like horrifying. It was so weird. And like, I don't know. Yeah, when that scene came on, my relatives were like, "This movie sucks. What are you watching?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, and like, it's so bad. I I don't even know if little kids will like it. Like. While it's mesmerizing, I think, I think the only people that will like this movie are little infants who like looking at colors and things that light up on the screen. Because outside of that, what? Okay, okay so I think uh, this is my opinion. But honestly, I hate how the media and anyone in like any like media making company will treat kids as they're, like, these stupid, like, pets. I don't know how to, like, they don't know what's going on, and they have, they, they kind of treat them like, uh, they're, like, dumb. And I think kids like are a product. lot smarter. Yeah, and I think kids are a lot smarter than adults think. Like, I, th- I think they can tell when a movie is bad. And like, the other thing is, if we treat kids like they're stupid, they're gonna stay stupid. If we treat kids like yeah. they're smart, maybe they'll stay stupid, but at least the the ones who can be smart will be a little bit smarter. Yeah, like, and then also, what will also help is, like, adults and family members will enjoy the movie, too, instead of suffering. Right. And I think that's, and I think that's been a problem, like, this past decade. Like... <laughs> Like, movies, there's just so much crap lately. And maybe that's because I've been getting older. But, like, and it's not just in, like, movies. It's also in, like, like uh, TV shows, video games. It's in everything. And it's just, like, absolutely annoying when this stuff happens. Very true. This was yeah. a very unfortunate movie to exist it was i yeah i don't hate that i watched it but i didn't learn anything from it <laughs> i i don't know what the third movie is going to be like well I there's going to be a third the, one the, I, I can see what the third movie is going to be like what it, well, it, it's um, because... the lady the la- little lady yeah little lady she yeah. she's going to college right she's uh-huh. at college and she's homesick okay mm. christmas spirit is at an all-time low mm. that's when santa comes oh, of course okay, of course reminder, we have an entire game and another movie to review yeah, we'll and we need to leave soon and an album and an album okay oh really? my god okay, okay 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 i have one piece of trivia this is really interesting okay the woman in the airport in 1990 wanted to get a ticket to chicago as a reference to oh, home god. alone the character's appearance and mannerisms were based on kate McAllister, who was played by Catherine O'Hara. All right. So it's the same universe. Yeah. Let's give our uh, let's give our ratings. Wow. Um, I am going to give this a McDonald's. Oh, I love McDonald's. I hate McDonald's. You didn't bring, give me a Big Mac, by the way. You said you were, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I go give this movie a um a very ripe orange. I'm gonna give this a ten out of ten. <laughs> Corbin, how many twerking Pikachu's? Um, I gotta give it like an axe spray out of Old Spice. So you just have a new rating system for every movie, don't you? Yeah, man, I gotta spice it up All for right. the kids. Let's get on to the next movie, Fat Man. Fat Man. A rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected and precocious 12-year-old, hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. 
What yeah. The crap? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. My review for Fat Man is going to be very quick. This movie, based off of the plot synopsis, could have been so good. Not good in the sense that it's like an Oscar-winning movie, but this movie could have I... been so funny and so out there and so insane, and it's not. It, it's just, it's pretty bad. It's really boring. Just... Nothing Wait. happens virtually the entire movie. It's all Except pushed till the, the end. end. where it gets too bloody. Yeah, the end gets insanely bloody. violent. <laughs> It's kind of absurd how violent the ending it's of this movie gets. And it shows, it's, it's gross. Yes, it's genuinely disgusting. Oh, what? Oh, also, wait, what's the movie rated? It's it's an R. It's definitely R. Oh, okay. There's um, even cussing. Too. There's a lot of cussing, unnecessary cussing, too. Like, the F word is used in places Jesus. where it just simply does not make sense. Yeah, I, I do not like this movie. Show them that they're edgy. It was really boring. It was really tiring. By the end of it, I was like, Nick... I'm gonna go home, and then I went home. <laughs> it actually happened. That reminds me of that time Ian and I. We all went to go see Abominable, and Ian and I just left the movie theater. Yeah, I remember that. And well, then Michael went. Uh, what? You didn't go home. You watched the entire thing. No, I watched the entire Abominable. Ian and Corbin left and went to I'm, go work out. I'm talking about Fat Man. Oh yeah, no, I didn't leave. I watched the entire thing, but um. Yeah. Uh... That's a, that's a yikes. Alright, Nick, what are your thoughts on Fat Man? Two things. I don't really, okay, I do know, but like I'm kind of confused on to, as to what the, the, the core audience of this movie is. Like, it's a, it's a Santa movie, so it's like, oh, maybe it's for children. And then it's like, yeah, oh, it's, it's really bloody and rated for it's rated 11 R. year olds. It's 11 year olds. And so, our movie is for 11 year olds? Well, 11 year olds who watch it secretly. Okay, shut up. Um, <laughs> what's well, legal? And... It's illegal, but it's like one of those things that's legal. They're like, does anyone really care that it's illegal? Like, people are just gonna watch. It. So maybe it's like adults, and it's just like, oh wait, this is way too bad and like awful and like no, dramatic to be it's adults. No, it's eleven year olds trapped in a twenty year old body. Okay, <laughs> I've I've never heard the age go opposite in that. And also, that no. sounds really creepy. Um, maybe maybe it's like nostalgic adults that are like nostalgic for Christmas and Christmas. Why would adults be nostalgic? Okay, that's, that's exactly right. It's like, wait, that wouldn't make sense Th either. This and, movie oh, is man. just not... Oh, wait, let's see if this is counterfeit or not. Anyone have a blue light? Yeah, we actually do in my living room. Um, that's not a... That's not a... <laughs> anyways, I feel like this movie would have been way better as a short film. And that's my thought. I I... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I like the. I, I, I Corbin, who has not seen it, agrees that that is a good point. <laughs> I, I agree. No, that would have been like a fun short film. Not gonna lie. Yeah. This was a. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to get my beer. The plot okay, synopsis so, seems like it would be on like Arshash. Um, this is the second movie I watched. This is the second movie I watched for this week. Cool. And this movie is the second movie after I, wa I watched Christmas Chronicles 2, and then immediately afterwards I watched Fat Man. And Fat Man was refreshing after Christmas Chronicles 2 because of how, like, Christmas Chronicles 2 was so cheesy, you know? It was like so. You're like, talking at Ben Shapiro speed right now. <laughs> oh, okay, let's talk about Ben Shapiro. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, Fat Man was a refreshing take on the whole thing for me because I watched it after the cheesy one and I liked, like, I liked it up to the bloody point. The bloody point got a little too bloody. Well, actually, it was fine with the bloodiness, but when they did the whole eye scene and we could actually see the eye at the end, that was too weird. But, um,. Other than that, I kind of, oh. I kind of had fun watching this one. I mean, I wouldn't like watch it again. I would never watch it again. I don't want to watch it again. But I slightly enjoyed it, and I and I think I take pride in that statement that I slightly enjoyed this movie because this I I just had fun, you know, and it was refreshing. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Pahul. Nine out of ten for me. <laughs> 
I'm gonna give this one. Uh, let me double check my rating system. I'm gonna give it a Domino's. I want to give this a banana. I want to give this. Uh, I gotta think. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I didn't watch out of ten twerking Pikachu's. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, uh, mobile game. <laughs> okay, so oh, wait, Corbin, Corbin, I'm sorry I didn't send you the mobile game. It, it's okay, really bad, though. It? You're very happy that you didn't play it. But my, my, my mobile game time. So me and Paul Hool... Oh, no, 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 Max... no, 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 let me introduce the game first. So sorry. this game, um, imagine an idle clicker game, but you're, given, you a per man? you're given a person... Talk to Corbin. <laughs> you're given a person... It's and not Corvin, look at the camera. You're given a person, and you have to uh -oh. tap to make them work out, and they're at 400 pounds, and you need to get them down to 200 pounds, so and then you unlock another <laughs> section where you have to, like, have them do sit-ups and stuff to get them all buff. So the end game is to get a 400-pound person super buff. And I... And you 500 pounds, by the way. 500 pounds, sorry. And I picked the dude. I picked the woman. He picked a woman, and we, <laughs> he's horny. Both, we both got our people to uh, 260 pounds, which is a total max, because you can only gain 60 pounds of muscle and 200 pounds okay. of like, regular body weight. And so that's 260 pounds, maxed out on all muscle groups, super buff, super handsome, super sexy, and me and Nick are proud to announce that we finished this game. Yeah. I like this wow. game a lot more because you could actually finish it rather than yes. just playing mindless little like yeah for like a year and then there's events and stuff that's super weird and then you end up following the Reddit subreddit. <laughs> and then, I love adventure communism. <laughs> shut up. And then, and then you see other people doing way better <laughs> than you. And you get kind of uh, get, and you're kind of surprised like how are they doing it so much better than me? Like what are they doing? You know, kind of weird. But yeah. Anyway. Um, this this game was fun, right, Nick? Like it was it was fun for a week. Like, it really, I, I I beat this by the way in six hours. <laughs> yeah, okay, you really wow. beat it while watching Fat Man. You were you were very you're very good at this game. I have to say, you have a talent, and I, I like leave all this editing bullshit. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> As you give me more work to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this I game sucks! Yeah, this game is complete garbage. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's not even an idle game. It is the opposite of an idle game. If you leave the game, you end up doing worse. So I have no clue why they called it No, but the energy workout. still builds up, and you can upgrade, and you can buy more. But you gain weight! <laughs> yeah, but you gain weight, but you can use that quickly. It's terrible. It is terrible! It's not terrible. Did you download it? No. You're Why would I download it? It so sounds like a waste of my life. You're a baby in the womb and you need to collect to get the baby all grown up and then you need to take care of the baby. <laughs> Alright, this game sucks. Moving <laughs> on to the album. Album time, album time. Oh. Uh, 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 Vision of the Body is being burned by Clipping Dot. Yeah, uh, this is right. um, David Diggs and his white friends. And his white friends. Yes, and David Diggs and his white friends. Um, this album, I did a little bit of research, and apparently it's all short stories, horror. Your mom texted you. $398. Holy shit, really? I, yeah. Oh, that's not including... Oh, uh, wait, I got cards. we got some Slack stuff, too. Go ahead. Minor flex. Okay. Um, <laughs> visions of bodies being burned. Um, I think I'm going to be in the minority on this, but I loved this album so much. I... Okay, so, like... 
I love David Diggs' voice so much. I think it's just because I loved Hamilton so much as a kid, and I listened to so much Hamilton. I was obsessed with Hamilton. And now his voice is just, like, low-key kind of comforting for some reason. What I love a lot about this album is, like, it, this album is, like, low-key noisecore. And the thing with noisecore that I can't stand is when it's just noisecore and no music. What I like about this album is that, except for a, a few occasions, it's, like, hip-hop. It's like noisecore is the bass and hip hop is on top and it's like the blemishing on the cake. And it's just so pleasing to my ears and I don't know why. Each song too, I think that Clipping has like a re really unique style music wise um, in the way that it's like noisecore oh, yeah. meets like hip hop. And I really, I enjoy that. Um, final thing I was going to say is this whole album, um, it feels like it's from a horror movie. So to hear that it's like a bunch of horror short stories that's like they did exactly what they needed to and this whole album it feels like a man going insane slowly and oh, I, I yeah, don't know yeah I felt that's that. just it's like such an experience and i hate that i hate that term when referring to anything but that's what this movie this album is it's like an experience and even with that there's still some songs on it that i like added to my playlist that i would listen to outside of it like say my name hey. is really good um i forget the name i did i did think one. that song was pretty good yeah that song like, um what are the other songs on the album? Um, uh, 96 Nev Campbell, Something Underneath, um, Check the Lock, Pain Every Day, all those ones. Body for the Pile was good until the end where it was genuinely really hard to listen to. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, I enjoyed this album quite a lot. Um, and I'm excited to listen to Clipping's other stuff because I'll listen to Clipping's other stuff after I'm done listening to the 30 albums that are in my queue though. Have you guys listened to Stories by Clipping? No. Um, I, th I feel like these uh, these albums are kind of similar. Um, like, st Stories is, like, rap, kind of. It's it's more like talking over a beat, really. Mm -hmm. um, and it has, like, a little bit of uh, noise core, I guess. Um, and uh, I, I feel like these uh, albums are very good. Like, uh, I feel like um, Visions of Bodies Being Burned is, like, the dark version of, of Stories. Um, like stories is a lot more emotional and like uh, visions of bodies made and burn is just like it's it's very similar but it's it's more like to get you pumped and like just kind of like oh I'm so like extreme like visions of bodies made and burn like listen to that album cover or I mean the album name like like that's that's such a such a grim and like dark album name and even the uh, the album cover is very uh, very reminiscent of that. Anyways, I really like this album. Um, it was pretty catchy uh, on a few of the songs and the. Um, it was very consistent over the entire album. I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember like a ton of what I listened to because I listened to it once. I, I don't like, I don't remember a ton of the songs, but um, I forget. So I liked it. Pretty good album. Give it yeah. a good album out of ten. Oh, I'm gonna I give it a Starbucks. Corbin, you may go. Uh, I think that. So I think the album was like. It's not for me, but like, I definitely see the appeal to it. Um, and I think for the area they were trying to hit, they nailed it. Um, I'd give it like like five twerking Pikachu's out of ten for me. But like, if you're into that stuff, I'd give it a listen. Are the Pikachu's like twerking in like a sexual way, or is it just for like a dancing kind of? Way? I don't think you should. <laughs> Are Pikachu's underage or overage? I don't know. Pikachu's are um, like a thousand years old. old. I don't know. Yeah, yeah however old Pokemon is. But I think 
it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Probably won't listen to it again, but yeah, oh. you're into that stuff. I, I shoot it. Yeah, shoot yeah. for it. Um, Paul, did you give your review yet? I haven't given my review yet. Uh, okay, so I, for me personally, I I need to spend like a like at least four days of continuous listening to an album to really know what all the songs are. He's just lazy. And to, no, no, I actually do because it takes time for me to, and for any new thing, it takes time for me to get into it. Shows to TV shows to. Uh, um, this album, sadly, I was I was only given a day, but uh, and honestly, like Corbin said, Corbin, I agree with you. This album isn't for me personally, but yeah, yeah, I see the appeal. And after seeing that it was like it was meant to be like horror short stories, I I totally mm-hmm. see it. I genuinely like completely see it. Well, and there's two albums. The other album that they made in 2019 has a super similar album cover, and it's like the same type of music. I think yeah. it's like a trilogy of albums or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, and oh, stories, yeah, they said, yeah, yeah. stories okay. is just a bunch of short stories like the album. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, I think their other cool, album though. is called There Existed an Addiction to Blood. It's it's also really good. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, wasn't for me personally. I see the appeal, and I'm going to give this um, I'm going to give this a speak to me, speak to me. I want to give this uh, a Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Virginia. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Is your new rating system states? Yeah. I forgot about the state rating system. Now it's state rating. All right. Anyways, Pahul and I both have places to be. Corbin Lowry. Mr. Corbin Lowry. We always end the podcast in a completely different way every single week. The special guests get to end it on the week that they get to do it. So, how would you like to end the podcast? Um... Shoot. Oh, you put the spot on me, bro. Um, Now, tell. I want to know all of your guys' middle names for not, like, any weird reason, but... William. You know, what's... Sing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Riley. It's Richard. Richard. Riley. Richard. Richard. Rick. Dick. Richard.